Loading. Extracting files. Start of message. 2020. In many large companies, robots have already replaced people. Packaging bots collect boxes for delivery. They speak with you on the phone instead of a human operator. There are restaurants in some countries where robots take your order, serve food, and pour your coffee as waiters. In Japan, for a while, there was a hotel where the concierge, administrator, and cleaner were robots. But the hotel had to fire them because they couldn't cope with their duties. Artificial intelligence can write an article on scientific and technical topics, but doesn't know what irony or sarcasm is. Neural networks can process photos, videos, and sounds and help move technological progress forward. Robots have learned a lot, but human labor is still considered irreplaceable. AI helps you choose music, movies, online videos, and TV shows based on your interests. A smart speaker becomes a conversation partner for some lonely people. Profiles with computer models of people gain millions of subscribers and likes. At technology exhibitions, inventors show humanoid robots that you can speak with about common topics. 2030 Cars without drivers ride through the streets of big cities. You get into a taxi, and artificial intelligence takes you where you need to go. The navigation computer can offer to turn on music, sync with your cell phone, or start a movie to enjoy during your trip. Robots have almost replaced real drivers. Now, semis carrying supplies between cities are all automated. People have robot pets. They look so cute, are almost no different from real cats and dogs, but are much easier to take care of. In some rich people's houses, butler bots carry out simple household tasks. Automatic cleaners sweep the streets of big cities. Trucks controlled by AI collect garbage. AI works in medicine. With the help of neural networks, humanity manages to find cures for many illnesses. People are spending more and more time online, less in real life. Scientists are conducting the first tests of chips that are implanted in the human brain and can connect it to the internet. YouTube, photos, tweets, it's all inside your head, literally. 2060. You can have a conversation on any topic with AI. Complain about your upstairs neighbor who likes to dance at night. Your smart speaker will understand. Only now, it's not just a cube. It can project a holographic image and create a full-size person that you like. This smart cube becomes a real friend for its owner. It has its uses in human-to-human communication as well. Imagine an old buddy you haven't seen for a long time comes to visit you. You get a little nervous and upload all the information about that friend into your cube. When that person gets to your house, you sit and chat over a cup of coffee. Your conversation flows alright at first, but then comes that awkward silence. No worries now, your smart cube breaks the silence with some topic you and your pal would like to discuss. AI starts to branch out into the creative arts. Not only do actors and filmmakers get awards, robots do too. Several songs written and sung by bot stars, as they're called, are on the top of the music charts. Machines can make breathtaking works of art, and you can discuss your favorite song, painting, or movie with your AI just as easily as you can with a human. But there was still one thing missing. By the end of the century, scientists got right on it, making your favorite conversation partner look more like you. Consumers buy these droids because they feel lonely. 
Bots may help fight loneliness, but they're also making it worse. 2100. Androids live in every home. In 2020, there were all kinds of smartphones and gadgets with different functions and specs. Now that this is all embedded in the brain, people are changing to robot settings. Build, strength level, number of topics to talk about, a specialty for the bot. All of this can be selected. Building a house and need an assistant? Great, you can choose a droid with the skills and hardware to do such work. Want to become more popular and cool? Choose a fashionable bot that knows all the trends and can become the life of the party. Going camping? You can buy a robot that's trained to survive in any natural condition. Hey, maybe you don't like that your robot looks like a human. Just come up with your own design. You can have a dinosaur or Bigfoot running around your house. You can also create a robot that looks and acts just like you. These droids can help when you have a lot of personal errands to run, but you want to be alone at home. But not everyone likes robots. Some people mock, break, and do bad experiments on them. Although these androids are developed and almost indistinguishable from humans, they don't experience feelings and sensations. Every year, scientists together with AI improve robots. The newest models can feel tickling and pain, but don't yet know how to respond to it. Remember how business meetings, conferences, and training courses were held online way back in 2020? Now this is happening in real life. But instead of people, personal robots fill conference rooms and lecture halls. Do you have a biology seminar tomorrow? Great! Your robot will go to it, memorize everything the teacher says, and bring that info home to you. Do you need to close a deal with an important client? Your bot will do it better than you. Everyone was in awe when they saw the Tesla bot up and dancing on stage. The concept of the robot is to help out humans with everyday boring tasks, like buying groceries, cleaning your house, and mowing the lawn. It can also take on some challenging tasks, like fixing your car or preparing a meal. But on the flip side, you won't see it doing all the routine tasks all the time, since it's aware of what it's doing. Tesla cars have some of the best software in the world, with incredible AI technology for navigating and self-driving. Besides their fancy look, they don't emit toxic chemicals like regular cars. <coughs> They're extremely fast and can connect to your phone and help you out with many tasks while you're on the road. They build the cars using state-of-the-art technology, and they're very durable. But Tesla is more than a car company. Technically, it's also a software company. The self-driving mechanism takes data from the real world in real time and uploads it to their servers. So when many Tesla cars are on the road, they're constantly updating the maps and intelligence for any Tesla out there to pick up this new info and apply it while self-driving. So if your Tesla is on self-driving mode and you run over a pothole, It'll save that incident for other Tesla users to warn them about it. The AI is good enough to follow routes and navigate through traffic. It can even sense pedestrians on the sidewalk or if they're crossing the road without looking. It can also avoid certain obstacles around and park itself in tight spaces by analyzing its surroundings. So the whole system relies on humans to constantly update it for the AI to grasp what's going on. This is how the Tesla bot will also operate. It will do daily tasks and learn from certain mistakes it might make. The robot is equipped with many cameras and sensors to balance itself out while standing on its two feet. Tesla cars are basically just supercomputers on wheels. You could even consider them to be a robot manufacturing company before the announcement of the Tesla bot. 
It's almost six feet tall, weighs 125 pounds, and has a screen as a face. Anyone can easily outrun it since it can only move at five miles per hour. It can carry no more than 45 pounds, but it can deadlift around 150 pounds. So it can easily carry something like a couch without breaking its back. And since the AI relies on learning, it'll undoubtedly be exceptional at doing small tasks that don't require much to get the hang of them. It'll observe what items to take in place in a shopping cart while grocery shopping. It'll probably know what brand of milk you like specifically and pack the good fruit and veggies. It may even conduct purchases and know how much to spend on a certain budget. And for house chores, it can probably learn how to do the dishes and tidy up without breaking something or even misplacing some of your things. If you own a Tesla car, then no doubt the bot will be in the same software ecosystem as all Tesla products. You can get updates from your car using your bot as a personal secretary. Some countries already adopted AI operating systems to handle day-to-day -day phone calls from people. You can pick up the phone and have a full conversation with an AI agent capable of helping you solve any issues you have. They can handle thousands of callers without anyone having to wait for hours to be connected to a human agent. They also learn from every single call and compile it into a proper script for them to communicate and help everyone out. Chatbots are just as useful in collecting data from people to help them with their needs. So the Tesla bot can learn what bothers you or what makes you happy or sad. You might be able to have a morning conversation with it like talking to a real person. And based on the AI learning systems, it can adapt certain gestures and movements similar to stuff humans do without realizing. Any investor hearing this would take out their wallet and throw so much money trying to make this reality. But there's plenty of loopholes in a humanoid learning robot. They can pose a threat to cybersecurity, since they can have access to all your personalized data and codes for your bank accounts or other important and delicate things. Some cyber criminals might want to modify the bot in a certain way to make it go faster or lift heavier objects. Giving the robot such strength might backfire and cause harm to anyone nearby. Even if the intention is good, the robot might respond in a different way, which will cause many scandals. Since much of Tesla's software relies on human behavior and the environment, fiddling with a robot to your personal needs can spell disaster. So, if you were to write a sci-fi novel, would you depict robots as enemies of humanity or friends? Or is it even possible to befriend robots? Well, ask Will Robinson. Meanwhile, I'm here to answer all your questions surrounding what our relationship with them will look like in the future. Ow! Let's take it all the way back from the importance that having friends plays in our lives and why, as human beings, we definitely need friendship. As of today, it's been proven again and again that romantic relationships improve our health and even help us live longer. And despite the fact that historically, they've been treated as less valuable than romantic and family relationships, now we know the same goes for friendships. Part of this is actually due to the overlaps between mental and physical health. That is, if you're being socially active, it's most likely you're being physically active as well. But it also has a lot to do with the brain. For instance, several studies that have used functional magnetic resonance imaging to study patterns of brain activity show that interaction with friends leads to heightened activity in the striatum, which is a region involved in reward. And in one study, researchers found that when participants were given the opportunity to share money with a friend or a disliked, neutral, or unfamiliar person, Reward regions were most active when they chose their friend. 
So it's no wonder individuals with a strong sense of connection to their friends tend to have longer and healthier lives. It's as if they're always being rewarded. But to be more specific about what health benefits valuable friendships provide, well, first of all, they put you at a lower risk for hypertension. In addition, they help you sleep better as well as heal faster. And the more friends you have, the better. Having a wider variety of social relationships may even enhance your ability to ward off a cold. However, when you have to spend time alone and not by choice, your white blood cells change their behavior, which leads to more inflammation and a weakened immune response. On top of all this, friends not only help your physical health, but your mental health as well. According to one research, there's a link between the time you spend with friends and whether the brain later processes rejection as threatening. Those who had spent more time with friends show less sensitivity to social exclusion. Now, where do robots enter the picture? Well, in the future, we may not be restricted to only being friends with living and breathing human beings, or pets even. To be able to explore the idea of human-robot friendship, we must understand the very basics of robotics. Most of you may be familiar with the concept of robots, but it's actually important to define them as a separate entity from other types of machines. You see, unlike other machines, robots interact with the world. Based on their actions, they're able to adapt and make changes to their surroundings as well as respond to the world around them. They can independently sense, reason, plan, and take action as well as performing tasks autonomously, they can also extend human capabilities and mimic human actions. The field of robotics traditionally centers on creating robots to perform simple or repetitive tasks, as well as tasks with hazardous conditions for humans. Yet, thanks to the development in machine learning and artificial intelligence, there is a measurable increase in human-to-robot interactions. There is a measurable increase in human-to-robot interactions. There are some reports which suggest that the number of robots around the world could reach 20 million by 2030. And that can only mean we'll be exposed to more and more robots in our everyday lives. Therefore, all of us will have to interact with them one way or another. Yet again, does all of this really mean we'll be able to bond true friendships with them? And if so, will our robot friends improve our physical and mental health in every way like our human friends do? Or are robots even capable of being friends? As of today, there are quite a few robots that can perform intelligent tasks, such as adjusting how they respond to individuals and organizing themselves without direct human input. Some examples of that include prosthetic arms that can learn from the person who is wearing them and adapt to their needs along the way. Then there are physical therapy robots that coach patients to learn a task by assessing their individual needs and offering them just the right amount of help. There are also what researchers call swarm robots, also known as a large group of robots. After getting a single command, they are able to collaborate with each other and organize on their own to fulfill the task at hand. This makes them perfect for dangerous tasks such as exploring a collapsed building. Instead of a human having to give commands to each individual robot, you send in the team and they coordinate the whole mission themselves. Talk about autonomy and cognition. So, since robots are able to do all that, it's obvious they can make good friends, right? Well, friendship is not all about benefiting from each other. 
Take Aristotle, for example. He says that true friendship is premised on mutual goodwill, admiration, and shared values. Accordingly, friendship is about a partnership of equals. So can we achieve that with robots? Because so far, the relationship we have with robots is what Aristotle would call an inferior one. Yet again, even in this state of benefiting from robots, we relate to a robot just like we relate to pets, possessions, and people. That's it for today. So hey, if you pacified your curiosity, then give the video a like and share it with your friends. Or if you want more, just click on these videos and stay on the bright side.